Alexander VI bounces through a cramped corridor, humming to themselves an ancient hymn of victory. As they do, the walls seem to shine in response. The closest Alexander can come to any sort of control over the place's ambient gain. But they don't mind. They're in good spirits. They round the corner into a room full of monitors and peek in, with their serpentine tendrils leading the way. Alexander says the seated figure of Julius II without looking up from the work they're doing. I did it. Just wanted to let you know. Best of luck with your little thing, I guess. They blow a kiss and bounce off to find someone else to boast to. Solomon City is far away. This is the Wilderness State Park on the shores of Lake Michigan. It is early in the morning in the forest and the air is clean and fresh and damp with dew. The birds are shouting at one another about something, too excited for this early in the morning. Instead of street lamps topped with angel warning sirens, there are massive trees stretching up into the sky. How early does everyone get up when they're camping? Uh, Mia is up bright and early. Yeah. A very, very important question for Mia. You brought Ollie, right? He is wearing a tiny little backpack. Yes. Oh, good. it's so good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I mean tiny not as in for a dog, but tiny proportional to his very big dog body. It is oh. suited for a much smaller dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is baby awake? I think baby wakes up probably around 9, 9.30. Not really an early riser, but also isn't one to like sleep in into like noon kind of deal. And Leland? Leland wakes up around seven o'clock as the sound of birds chirping ends up being her early alarm. But she doesn't really get up out of her tent until it seems like everybody else is up. So... Marcosia's team is in the woods, camping, roughing it to a degree. How rough that is, I guess, depends on who you talk to. What are we doing here? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Kat. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Given recent events and Mia's recent injuries and quick recovery, Commander McKay has issued an order for Mia to spend some time away from uh, work for a few days and Mia being ever the pragmatist and taking the opportunity decided to force the kids along on a camping trip specifically as a dual we'll say R&R excursion for Mia while also giving her an opportunity to continue reinforcing some of the training she's been going through with the kids and keep them on point on the ball and continuing to grow and improve, and so she can keep a closer eye on them. Mm-hmm. I've got a very important question. Who's the camp cook? Ooh. I'm curious, can anyone cook? Leland can definitely not cook. Neither can Flannery. I think she relies on Jean for that. <laughs> I think Baby can cook. Mia can, but whether uh, anyone would prefer it to 
baby is uh, another question. <laughs> Lena is happy to try. This is all very foreign to her. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll like definitely like take notes. Like she'll actually like have a notepad of what to do because this is like a magical diary moment for her. And she'll just assist whoever seems to actually like volunteer. I think Baby doesn't readily volunteer, but once it's like obvious that nobody else really either wants to or knows how, they shyly like go like, I can, I can do it. And then once they actually start doing it, it's very apparent that they really do know what they're doing. <laughs> um, I think Baby has been taking cooking classes since they were Ooh. very young. Oh, oh. I love Be- this. It was like a thing that like there was one time that their parents saw them like being really interested in watching one of the in-house cooks cooking and they were like all right and then just got them cooking classes <laughs> and so it's just been a thing that they do Aww. so baker isn't just a name then <laughs> nope <laughs> you might notice a lack of a weight against your chests it's gonna be there for a while your hymnal units were taken into the shop they are currently unavailable to you Dr. Fusk has promised that the upgrades will be rolled out quickly and efficiently. But in the meantime, you're all off duty. To wind back just a tiny bit, I think at the beginning of this excursion, the kids got to see a very different image of Mia, one still in the throes of recovering from injuries. So errant bandages on the arms and hands here and there. But Mia shows up to pick up the kids and throw them in a big hell-branded van that has, like, the big sigil on the side and everything. She shows up with Ollie in tow wearing the ugliest cargo pants and just, like, a black tank top and, like, giant aviator sunglasses and (laughs) just looks like the worst. (laughs) And after hurrying the kids into the van and getting them to the campsite, um and getting everything set up. I think she actually starts to open up a little bit, and in the process of seeing Balthazar getting into the throes of cooking, I think she starts, like, staring holes through the food, watching them cook. (laughs) Just, like, hand to the chin, lets out an unusually honest little comment. You know, I learned to cook for myself when... Well, we had to fend for ourselves after the emergence, so... I can scrounge things together, but you've got me beat on this account. Uh, thank you. I, um, it's, uh, you know, it's just a small thing I've kind of picked up over time. Well, no small things, they add up. Yeah. I think this is a really good spot to talk about something that happened a couple days before this. You can't hear it, but I'm rubbing my hands together. (laughs) Because... Menacingly. Oh, no. (laughs) Because maybe in this moment, you can't help recalling, the two of you had a very different conversation a couple days ago as Mia was recovering in Hell's medical wing. Surrounded by the omnipresent hum and beep of electrical equipment and the bustling of medical staff 
who in the previous days have had their hands full. Mia calls for Balthazare, I would say, like makes a request for them to visit the, uh, the hospital room that she's located in. And by this point, they've taken the slings off of her arms and she's bandaged up, but has use of her fingers, though a little bit painful. And she's been giving the physicians hell, no pun intended, I swear, <laughs> as she desperately wants out of this room, but has just resigned herself to doing paperwork in the cot in the meantime. Contrary to their previous decision, I think Balthazar had stayed on base, not quite unpacked yet, just because they weren't quite sure what that future looked like. So, like, gets the call from Mia to come and softly knocks on the door and then stands in the doorway waiting to be acknowledged. <laughs> Baker, um, yes, come on in. Of course. <clears throat> I have, um, I just need your signature, um, on a few sheets. These are your release papers. Uh, if you are uh, intending to leave, I would ask that you at least do me the favor of not making me chase you down to sign these first. You can't just disappear in the middle of the night. Right. And they take the, the kind of sheets of paper. I'm imagining they're like on a clipboard. Yeah, a little clipboard. Um, yeah. Uh, they take them, um, flip through them, then just kind of stare at them for a second. Are you all right, Baker? I... I'm sorry. And we'll, like, look up to Mia. I'm sorry for... everything, for not listening to orders, for causing a fuss, for leaving the three of you alone out there when I could have been... should have helped. Baker, what you can do and what you should do are two different things entirely. The only problem I have is indecision. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you to be here. I don't want any of you to be putting your lives in danger, frankly, but I don't get to make those decisions. All I can do is prepare you for it the best I can and try to keep you all safe. And if you leaving keeps you safe, that's fine. I'll accept that. But I told you I'd be willing to die to make sure that you don't, so I I stand by that statement. If you're reconsidering leaving, I'm happy to have you, but I'm not going to force you. You're capable, more than capable. You're just a little too easily frightened but we can work through that if you want. I think I want to. All right. And she reaches out to grab the clipboard. They hesitate for a moment and then hand it over. Mia 
pulls the pages off the clip and fold them in half once and then tears it the other way and just sets it on the bedside table. Being around when all of this started, watching it all begin, there wasn't really a choice to run or fight. It was it was a matter of survival and that is not the world that you're in right now. And I understand that we're very, very different, Baker. I don't really know how to do this exactly, but I'll do everything I can. I think that you will be an excellent pilot by the end of this. I appreciate that. Though, I guess being a better pilot isn't really what I care about, I don't think. I respect that. It is part of the job nonetheless, and I'm certain you'll be a great one, but whatever it is you want of yourself, I'll do what I can to help. Baby just goes and hugs her. Like, out of, like, not really giving a moment's notice and just, like, kind of does it. And, like, after realizing, like, what they've done, like, pulls away and, like, goes, thank you, ma'am. I'll, um, I'll go. And turns and marches off. Oh, uh, Baker, one more thing. Um, do you know how to... Yeah. Uh, put up a tent. The flashback ends and we are sitting at the campfire with baby cooking, Lin Lin and Mia watching, Lin Lin taking notes. What's Flannery up to? I think in this case, probably watching, but not as intently. I think more smelling than watching. Just enjoying the sense of both the fresh food being cooked and also just the forest air around them. She's been having maybe not a great time because she's had a lot on her mind still since the last everything that happened. Mm. But she has been enjoying this opportunity to just be outside and get to go running and jogging and whatnot through this area in the mornings and whatnot. And yeah. It's just, it's given her a lot of, like, peace with herself for a while when she does that. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is an environment that lets Flannery pretty much just take off for a run whenever she wants. Mm-hmm. And that, that must be great for her. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not something she gets very often. Like, she's a very social person. She tends to, like, want to be around people. But that's not to say that she doesn't enjoy being alone sometimes or getting to again, have that, that sort of peace of mind to herself, especially when she's in the in the middle of an intense, like, workout or even just a gentle jog for a while. Yeah. I think Flannery not uh, paying as close attention to the fire is looking around the campsite and does catch the little figure of a rabbit running from one bush to another. Ollie seems to notice too, but Ollie is too well behaved to give chase. Oh, he is so good. He's good. <laughs> he does lift his head, though. Ollie, when seeing the rabbit, there's just like a a single eye turns in the <laughs> in Mia's eye socket and just makes eye contact with Ollie. 
<laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. He's no chasing. But he is camping. And Ollie's having a grand time. Walks whenever he wants. Outside all the time. Oh, yeah. Also, I think... Um... On a, a slightly more serious note, I think Flannery maybe doesn't want to admit it to herself, but she is minorly relieved that she doesn't necessarily have to call Jean this week and explain why her superior officer has been in the hospital and why she herself had been treated for minor injuries after everything as well. And she doesn't want to worry her unnecessarily about that kind of thing. Yeah. So did you just uh, did you just let her know by text that you weren't going to be able to make your call this week? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I think after a couple, hey, are you okay? Like, uh, yeah, I think she might have even forgotten to text for a little while because the um, Larry no. was feeling kind of out of it for a little while in the right at, in the aftermath of everything. Yeah. So she would have had to be prompted to be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry. Um, I, I will be gone for a little while, though. And uh, assuming that you didn't explain too much what was meant by training, Jean would probably be pretty sanguine about it. You know, she, she likes that you keep up with your training. She uh, doesn't want to lose you entirely to the army. Yeah, and she might just have conveniently forgot to mention all the horrible injuries and the creepy suit that didn't have anything inside of it and all of the weird angels but not angels that they've had to face recently it's it's totally it's fine it's all fine it's all fine it's absolutely completely fine hey while we're on that topic lumen yes you are watching baby cook taking notes are you learning anything She's learning whatever she can right now, mainly because this is her first time ever, like, camping. Or oh. at least camping in this way. The closest experience she's had before was on a dirt path before where they just brought food and slept in the car. Mm. So this has uh, been a nice treat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have uh, have you told Flannery and Balthazar about the briefcase? Not yet, because it makes the job sound a lot scarier, and she's kind of worried about Baby leaving again. Mm. Mia did say it was your call. Yep, she's made her call. Not yet. Mm-hmm, not yet. She's, for her actual state while in the camping right now, the uh, jubilation, the excitement of the rest of the camp experience has been important for her, because the second that the pendant for the hymnal is removed from her, she almost feels too naked or vulnerable. There is this sense of not just protection, but identity that has been stripped away now because she feels like that is what helped define her and helped define her future and present. The past is not important now. And now there's almost this aimlessness of learning how to be a person. Mm. So for now, taking notes. Taking notes. What's for breakfast? Whatever baby says breakfast is. <laughs> we've got scrambled eggs. We've got, I mean, I guess we would have just brought like frozen foods that could have easily been put on like a cast iron like pan. Yeah. So I guess like eggs, probably like sausage patties. Baby probably makes like a hash. I was just talking to someone about hash today, and it sounds so good. It's so good. It's so good. 
Um, eggs, potato hash, sausage. That's a classic, like, you know, camp yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did we bring some of our, our many, many <laughs> seafood leftovers that we probably <laughs> still have? They probably aren't good now, It's been right? days, though. It's been days. <laughs> for, for camping, how are we, uh, how are they cooking it right now? <laughs> Yeah. Is it mainly like are we using a fire or do we like bring yeah. a generator and a microwave? Like <laughs> definitely yeah, there's, a, there's fire. a fire. Yeah. 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 I think everybody has what sounds like a wonderful breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just before they're about to get breakfast set up, I I kind of want Flannery to sidle up over to Lin Lin for a sec as she's finishing up some of her notes. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're you're really you're really thorough about this kind of thing, aren't you? <gasps> And then she look over, like, actually surprised and, like, stumble back behind. Uh, is it, like, sitting on the log, like that classic camping scene? <laughs> a shared log. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And they're like, uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. I, 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 this is, like, kind of a new thing to me. So, yeah. Um, thanks. And, like, when she was able to, like, look over the notes, she was the type to use, like, the multicolored pen so they could, like, switch color depending on the type of note. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's part of what I think is is impressing Flannery so much. Like she's she's just looking at Lin Lin's notes and going like, "Yeah, no, that's just wild to me. Like that you're you're so like organized and studious and like <laughs> I've always had such trouble with that kind of stuff. So it's always just kind of impressive to see like someone at work putting that kind of thing together. Oh, thanks. You know? It's I think it's pretty normal. I mean, it's just I want to be able to read this later because if I can't, then why would I take these notes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've just always been kind of like a chicken scratch, try and remember things later kind of gal, you know? <laughs> okay. Have you tried using more colors? More, more what now? Have you tried using more colors uh, to like rotate between different ideas? Or have you tried using different parts of the page so that they're, a corner always means a corner thing or a shorthand symbols? And she's just like listing over like different like <laughs> professional note taking or like mm. speed writing techniques. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I kind of like uh, images and symbols more than writing. Like, it's it's a little easier to process sometimes. Um, but I'm not much of an artist either, so I don't know. Yeah, I... I <laughs> uh, she laughs as she just puts a hand behind her head. Like, uh, I guess I haven't really thought about it that much. I don't know if you'll need to. Are you planning on going to any more school after this? I mean, yeah, but it for, again, for, like, athletic stuff, like... I know that there's probably more to it than just like the the running and jumping and stuff, but like, oh yeah, I, like, I'm not exactly going into rocket science, like general university stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I want to take part into the different things here, like the research. Like they're working on our units right now. Like I want to be able to work on units down the road. I think that sounds fun. If I'm not, like, in the field, I can still do field stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you'd be really good at that kind of thing. Because a lot of that heretical science, it's just... I don't know, it feels like learning a new kind of magic. (laughs) It's technology that's magic, and I have no idea how it works, but I really want to. Right? (laughs) I feel like a friggin' flame wizard out there sometimes. Yeah, right? I, I, I feel like a hero, or like a really friendly monster or something else out there. And, and like the things that they can be like changed or the new things that, and then she's like flashing back to 
the notes that she remembers of like the newly discovered information about what has been constructed. Um, yeah, they can make a lot of really big things, and I think that's wild. Yeah, it's that's a word for it. So are you just... I know I've asked a little bit like that before, but so when your time's up, are you just gonna... You're gonna graduate and go to school to graduate again? Um, like, pretty much. That's really the only kind of, like, path that I think that makes sense for me. Like, it's it's what I'm best mm-hmm. at. It's what I want to do. So why not, right? What's after that? Hopefully being a professional gymnast. Like, that. I want to be in the Olympics someday. Okay, wow. Then you're going to need to train up on a lot of that soon, right? Most Olympians aren't that old. Yeah, like, like honestly. Especially with gymnasts. It, they have to be, like, honestly, our age or a little bit older. Exactly. It, it's already been kind of worrying on that front just because, like, and she has kind of a sour look on her face. I've never really had, like, the kind of, like, perfect body type or whatever for this kind of thing. And some of my past trainers have been kind of discouraging for that reason. But I'm really happy with my current coach. They believe in me a lot and we've been doing a lot of great work together. But I do feel like I still have a lot of catching up to do. And I I feel like that's kind of why I didn't really have great luck getting um, accepted into athletics programs before signing up with Hell. They just don't know better. Like, I can ensure you that whatever they consider to be perfect, like, they ha- none of their people that they've coached have, like, set an angel on fire or, like, been able to dodge anything like that or been able to do these flips. Yeah. Like, this is honestly, like, so much better than some of the actual, like, training that I'm hoping to get from school, I think. Yeah. You can just do it here. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like, maybe. You can do anything here. Like, there are no limits when you're inside those units now. And even when you're out of them, you can use the training center or, like, any of our, like, training areas. And there's a lot you can still do. I get... It would be nice to not have to be in life-threatening situations to make that happen, though, is the thing. I mean, maybe there's... I mean, it's it's fine for now, but, like, that's kind of why I'm thinking, like, here and gone soon as I've got what I need. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Just, I don't know. There, there are other things you can do here because like not everybody within the facility is, you know, up in arms at all times. There's other types of staff and like maybe you can like help coach people there too, you know? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Heck, Miss Mia herself is, is certainly not bad at it. <laughs> I mean, she probably prefers to do other things than ordering us to run laps or whatever, but... <laughs> Is this just, like, where everyone is? Have the two of you gone aside, or are Baby and Mia just there? (laughs) No, they can definitely hear us. Just immediately right there. (laughs) Have not moved at all. So good. I think Mia does take the opportunity to interject finally, like, during the conversation, and she just makes a passing comment. You know, I actually was one of the founding members of the development program that most of your training is, well was based on. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> that kind of shakes Flannery into realizing that <laughs> M- Mia and Baby can still hear that. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's amazing. Thanks for that. Like, it's uh, it's helped a lot. It's I've gained, like, some definition. It's been helpful. Yeah. I actually left the development program because I... Mia takes a seat. Grooming you all 
to fight didn't sit right with me. But here I am. You've turned out pretty well, all of you. So at least my work wasn't wasted. Um, yeah, it's been good. And I, I'm happy that you're able to help us with this. I don't know what it would have been like with anybody else. Young, I am curious to know. You're planning to stay with how long term, it sounds like? Yeah. If I'm not going to be doing additional research or helping with the additional staff organized things or managing, um, looking into being commander or lieutenant along the way, there's a lot of different things that I'd want to do here. Uh, I don't think I can do all of them, but I'd like to do a lot of them. Certainly not. You're still too young to be considered for an officer position, but when you're a little bit older, I can put in a recommendation for you. <laughs> That'd be really great. Uh, thank you, Lieutenant. Of course. And Fontaine, I'm understanding that you're planning to pursue athletics after this. I had always gotten the impression, but sounds like you're pretty dead set. Yeah, no, it's just, I, I dream about it all the time, of, of being up there on that pedestal with the medal around my neck and uh, just of all the training it'll take to get there and being able to get so lost in it. And I don't know, it's, I don't, it's just so joyous. I don't even know how to describe it, really. Well, I'm, I'm hoping for the best for you your success. It'll be a shame to lose you. You are physically very gifted, so having you in the field has been good. You're very reliable, but I'm looking forward to seeing you actually pursue what you'd like. Baker, I'm curious, what are your plans after all of this? Oh, um, I don't know. I hadn't put in a lot of thought. I had assumed it would be music, given. I mean, yeah, I really do like music, but it's, you know, not much of a career being a musician, you know, and to even make it, you know, it's a lot of luck knowing the right people, uh, you know, no real money to be made in it, I guess, so. Mia kind of uh, tilts her I'm, head. Baker, you realize you'll be receiving a stipend for the rest of your living days since you volunteered to be a pilot, right? I think they just look at you. What? what? Wait, is that how it works? We're not going to make children fight and then just tell them to go get a job. Oh. Thanks for saving the world. Go flip burgers. I mean... I just, I, I, no one told me, I guess. Uh, my parents mostly did the paperwork, so maybe they just forgot to say something, I guess. Oh, well. Yeah, that wasn't really emphasized when I signed up either. That's, does that, that's for all of us? Unless you decide to stay with hell, at which point obviously you'll be earning a salary as an officer or, um, a pilot, but yes, if you leave, you'll you'll continue to receive payments. They won't be massive. You won't be wealthy by any means, but you should likely be able to live comfortably. Huh. Especially if you decide to pursue other things alongside it. It's like an early retirement. 
Interesting. At least we can do to pay you back for what you've given up in exchange. I I guess. Yeah, no, it's it's it sounds fair. I just I guess I hadn't really thought about it. Like I don't know why. <laughs> it is extremely fair. I, I guess I was just thinking about my future the way I've kind of always thought about it and just assumed that I'd have to work for it. I guess I, st I still want to, like, especially if, if I want to go where I want to go, but, like, that's kind of been a big worry for me is being able to support myself generally just because, like, <laughs> like I was just saying to Lindlin, I, I, I'm not great, like, I'm not great at, um, at a lot of, like, academic stuff or writing or, like, technical stuff or, like, I just, I, I've always been kind of worried about, like, what kind of job I could even get after school. Well... Fontaine, frankly speaking, there will always be a place for you here, regardless of where you decide you'd like to go. And hell will take care of you once you leave, and you can pursue whatever you'd like. And Flannery nods. Um, I think she actually looks like there's a, a good amount of relief on her face right now as she th considers all this. Yeah. It should go without saying, none of you have cell reception. Mia has got a sat phone. Sure do. Mia has got a sat phone to ensure that you are all still in contact with headquarters should the need arise. But aside from that, it's just you all in the wilderness. I've been just kind of looking at this map of the area and looking at Sturgeon Bay here. So I think <laughs> maybe you're not far from Sturgeon Bay Beach. Okay. Oh. Why not? <laughs> Why not? There's a little bay in Wilderness State Park called Sturgeon Bay. It's a little tiny inlet of Lake Michigan, really on a larger scale, a little thumbprint in the landmass. But it's, uh, it's a bay and it's got a beach. And that's just lovely. Alrighty. Ain't it just? Mm. What kind of training does Mia have in mind for the kids? I think given everything, Mia kind of takes it a little easy at the start and just does good old camping shit. Just like, all right, we're going to go on a hike. We're going to get some cardio in. Take a look at the area. See if there's another spot we want to relocate to that's deeper in the woods. And then once everyone's kind of warmed up and comfortable with the environment, she's going to move on to some very gentle survival exercises. Just like, we're going to rough it for, you know, a few hours. And I think Mia proposes the idea to split into two groups with Mia in one group and the kids in another. And they all hike out into the woods and Mia gives the kids everything they need. And it's like, all right, cool. Find your way back to the van. And bounces. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think she actually proposes right. it as a race. All right. We are going to put some of your practical skills and physical capabilities to the test outside of the hymnal. Either I make it back to the campsite in the van before you, or you make it there before me. If you get there first, I will allow you one unreasonable request of me. And if I make it first, you'll all be doing conditioning for the rest of the afternoon. All right, fair deal. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
And with a gust of wind and a shake of the trees, Mia is gone into the trees, into the woods, vanished. <laughs> like some sort of sly fox. <laughs> okay, I was hoping to just chase her down. Maybe there's a shortcut. Uh, there was a big rock earlier. Does anybody remember where the big rock was? I remember passing it along the way oh. here. Oh, hang on. Uh, it had like little things jutting out. It reminded me of Bunny, so that's why it stuck in my head. Does anybody remember where that rock is? I think I remember the rock. Uh, it might have been this way. I think yeah. so. Yeah, this way. And we'll just Wait, start I, walking that I, way. Hang on. Bunnies. Hey, there, there were some rabbits around the, the van area before. Maybe if we follow like some of the rabbit tracks around here, we can figure out the ways that they take to get back to, like, to and from wherever they're going. Rabbits are really small. Um, if we could find the tracks, that'd be great. But those are hard to find. I guess, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if we see a rabbit, I guess we can follow it. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Okay. I was trying to be smart. <laughs> she looks down at her notes, but unfortunately, because it's been on her mind, um, she just drew the rabbit rock all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll look back at these notes later and put them away in the bag. the three of you find the bunny rock. It is in fact a large boulder with a couple little protrusions and some seams in it that do kind of look like a bunny. From the right angle, it is adorable. It is about van sized. You have found the bunny rock. Now what direction was the van in from the bunny rock is the question. <laughs> Okay, was it upriver or downriver? Up. I'm up? Pretty sure, yeah. So wait, yep. did, did, were we following upriver or did we come from upriver? We came from upriver. Yes. Okay. Should we start running? This is a race. Yeah, I think we should just I, kind I assumed of... we'd been running to get to this run. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> I guess they should be more exhausted then. Yeah, and you are near what the map calls Big Sucker Creek. <laughs> Why is it called that? Don't know. But if any of you have a map of the region, you'll know that that is what it is called. Mia specifically left them on Big Sucker Creek. Wow. <laughs> Baby takes the map out, I suppose, and uh, unfolds it. And like, okay, well, if this is the creek and this is the bunny, I'm pretty sure we were over here because this looks like the cliff that we're, we're camped on, maybe. Or maybe it's this, this cliff. Hmm. It should be noted that there's also a little sucker creek, which is closer to the cabins. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. Do you all remember seeing cabins? I didn't know there were cabins, or I didn't see them earlier. Not especially, no. Then I, I guess we... I'm sorry, we had cabins here the whole time? I, that's what it says on the map. Okay. Okay. Luxury, deluxe, super you cabins. See, if we had our hymnals right now, we can just jump over and see everything. And, like, going over the cliff would be so much faster. I mean, I could try and, like, climb up and see if I could see anything, maybe. Okay, yeah, I think that works. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's not like under the cliff, but 
yeah, hang on. But uh, she'll head to like the biggest climbable tree nearby. Yeah, and she'll like cheerleader lift to like throw her up a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, and she will go up there. Do you want like rolls or anything for any of this? No, uh, you don't have stats when you're a civilian. <laughs> True. So, <laughs> so yeah, you climb up the tree and you can see a couple trails. This is a campground after all. There's a lot of hiking trails. Any rabbit trails? <laughs> Hard to see from up see here. rabbit trails from up, <laughs> up the tree. Wait, any rabbits? You do see the creek. You can see the bay and you can see the beach. Okay, cool. Then if we can find Big Sucker Creek, we just have to follow it upstream uh, until we get to the road. And then we can follow the road south and then keep following the road until we get back. But that will be the very, very long way. Yeah, is there a shorter way we can go? Hang on, like, Straight we can just, now we know generally what direction to go. Like, we're pretty athletic. We can just, like, dip straight through. Oh, but that's not, um, yeah, no. Straight through is not always the best way when it comes to woods. Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll leave the three of you to do some thinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they are doing thankies. Hey, me. Hey, Kat. You are on your way to the van. Yep. How confident are you that you are going to defeat the children? Um, <laughs> Mia was going to throw this competition to begin with. Oh. <laughs> to give the children confidence. Yeah, it, it cuts back to Mia. I should have taken them to Hog Island. <laughs> <laughs> it really would have just been a fun joke, but... Still, um, Mia just takes her time. Is Ollie with you? Um, yeah, I think it's Team Mia and Ollie versus Team of the Kids. Team Molly. Oh, that's good. Okay. Mm. So, I presume that the two of you are walking not far from the beach. It's a nice day for a beachside walk. I think Mia's actually speaking out loud to Ollie, like asking for responses. Like, do you think I should try and convince? Fontaine to stay. Ollie just stares at Mia. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Big Bork. And just goes, oof. Yeah, you're right, Ollie. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Good advice. Sound advice from Ollie. Um, until Ollie is not uh, listening anymore. Hmm. Ollie stops short and starts looking out over the bay. Mia is an animal at heart and does the same thing. <laughs> and he barks? Like, actually barks, barks. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, looking out over the bay, you see an enormous dark silhouette, just like a hump rise out of the water and then sink back down. Mia retrieves the sat phone from Ollie's little backpack. Yep. She just holds it for a few seconds while staring out at the water, expecting there to be a call coming in. Gives it a few moments. No call comes. Okay. Uh, she calls back to headquarters and delivers 
a report on strange objects seen rising out of the lake off of the coast. Estimates the distance best she can. She's no sailor. Uh, and closes the update and ends the call on the sat phone. All right. It did seem to be moving northward. North along the beach we go. North along the beach we go. Meanwhile, kids are heading east much further away. <laughs> much further away. The kids are headed east. Just on their way through the woods. Yeah. yeah. Following that creek. How is that going? Nobody's had a better idea so far and it seems to be working for them at the moment. Everybody having a good time? Yeah. I think Flannery's having a good time. <laughs> How's Balthazar's stamina? It's not great. It's not It's not great. Especially because <laughs> the vast majority of movement they do, even in their hymnal, is a lot of just pulling themselves from place to place. <laughs> so they don't have to tend yeah. to do a lot of running. And <laughs> it's not going well. But... <laughs> Baby's pulling up the rear, doing the walk to jog for a couple of seconds to walking again, and is very Aww. much like, "I'm gonna keep up. I'm. I can do this. Aww. I'm not gonna. I'm Aww. not gonna slow us down." After a little while, then Flannery probably will notice that Baby is having a bit of trouble keeping up, and I think she will slow down uh, after a time and go, with, "Oh, hang, hang on. You doing? You doing okay back there, Baby?" Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. We can. Take oh, you a don't sound or... fine. Hang on, let's let's sit for a sec. No, I no, think we can no. Take a bit I'm of time good. I'm good. We can keep going. No, it's it's okay. Mia's only human. She she's got to stop sometimes too. I'm 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 sure we'll be okay. No, I. It's it's going to be way worse if we push ourselves too much. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. I can use a little break too. Yeah, no, let's sit for a few minutes. Again, you're going to run yourself out of breath. You're going to get no, cramps. Can, you're gonna, it's going to be terrible. We can take a... We it's can, okay. We can sit for, for We can do a quick five. I'll be I'll, I'll be good. I just okay. need to okay. catch yeah. my breath. Yeah. Okay. But we can also, like, once we get back up, we can just walk for a little bit before we start running in again. Going through on the rough terrain like this makes it even tougher. So uh, no worries. I get it. I did not bring the right shoes for these. Um... Did anybody bring like a snack or anything like that? Or hand sanitizer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Flannery will go into her backpack and pull out some chain bars. Oh, there we go. Okay, so let's say we beat um, Lieutenant Talia. What are you gonna ask for? Oh, good question. Uh-huh. Wait, do each of us get a, have a request or just one of us? Oh, I don't, she said one unreasonable request. But, but is that you're one? You're right, I don't know if that means. It could be three unreasonable ones if it's from each of us. Hmm. We should probably plan for one big one in case it is just one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. have backups for each of us. That would be good. Mia, as you move across along the beach, you see it surface again. Not for long. But there's something in the lake. I don't like that, is the thing. Not at all. And you unarmed. Everybody unarmed, actually. Follow-up report on the sat phone. At this point, I do request, if any of the hymnals are functional, for them to be... For the kids to have theirs dropped to them, 
back at the camp, and then Mia's to be ideally dropped to the beach, but if not possible, dropped with the kids as well, if any of them are functional. Uh, we will we'll check with Dr. Fusk and we'll get them to you. Thank you. Um, it may not be necessary, but I'm a little concerned. I would also ask for a survey team out on the lake as soon as possible, preferably from a safe distance. Hmm. Yeah, Ada's picking up your anomaly. Uh, we're looking into it, don't worry. Just, if they put anyone on the water, make sure they're at a safe distance. Hmm. Will do. Thanks for the report. Uh, and then, yeah, just continuing to try and follow the path of this thing, whatever it is, keeping an eye on it. And it moves much, much faster than you do. So I think the next time you see it, it's surfacing just past the lighthouse and moving further into Lake Michigan in the direction of Hog Island. No, not Hog Island. If one place was supposed to be safe from angels, <laughs> goddammit. In her solitude, Mia shows brief moments of being kind of childish and a little cringe because who isn't when they're all alone on a beach with their dog? Yeah. <laughs> if they touch Hog Island, so help me. <laughs> is. There's like mild thought of like, oh, thank God I didn't take them to Hog Island. <laughs> um, I think Mia turns to Ollie. Ollie, go back to the camp. Gives a little bark and sniffs around for a second. Figures out where camp is. Oh, I do think Mia puts a note in Ollie's collar that just mentions that she was on the coast and saw something and that the kids should expect that their hymnals, if functional, will be dropped to them soon. Nothing to panic about, just saw something off the coast and wanted to be safe. And yeah, Ollie figures out the direction, trots off toward camp. Mia sheds a single tear. My beautiful boy. <laughs> I'm so proud. So the three of you make it back to camp. Camp is where the heart is. It is not where the van is. But it is roughly, I'd say, the midway point. All right. I think we're good to take another break here for a bit. <sighs> I think that works. Uh, are you... <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I think let's take you a break. You doing okay there, baby? Mm-hmm. Linden? Yeah. Uh, we got some leftovers around here and rest of anything we need to pick up. Let's go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some fuel in you and then and then we'll, we'll be good to go again. Yeah, I, I think... Linlin's going to, like, start a small fire to see if she can cook something back or at least warm it back up for a baby. It's like, okay. Oh, my God. Are we going to do an anime cooking thing where, like, Flannery <laughs> and Linlin try to cook and they just blacken everything? Oh, please. <laughs> Are we going to do an anime cooking thing? Please. We have to. It comes out purple. There's menacing lines <laughs> oh, drifting off yeah, of it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, yeah, yeah like, it, the camera doesn't zoom in on any of, like, the actual food, but you see, like, both of them are grimacing as Linlin's just like, I don't think I've ever seen eggs that color before. They show the pan, it's censored. <laughs> Mosaic'd over. Yeah, it's a pixelated frying pan. <laughs> Baby is woken from their rest by the noxious smell coming from the pan. Yeah. Don't worry, baby. I'll eat this one. Uh, next one will be better. You can have that. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no we're, we're no. We'll good. It, it's next batch will be better. I'm sh I promise. No, no, I, I don't, I don't think you should eat that. She reaches in and is like, "Okay, Flannery, you forgot about this eggshell." 
Oh, shoot, right. Yeah, okay, it should be fine. Okay, just pick out the other ones. Or, and I think it should no, be fine. Yeah, it's okay. I can gotcha, I gotcha, can gotcha, make gotcha. us something. No, 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 no. you need to okay. rest. Well, we got, we got you. We got to get you. So we, we've got your back, too. Wait, I took notes. Don't worry. Yeah, she took the best okay. notes. Okay. Okay. I, I guess I'll just watch. <laughs> Do they just like watch quietly or? <laughs> no, it's like we'll watch and as you guys are doing it, when they see that, you're about to do something catastrophic. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, wait, maybe don't. And then they help Flannery and Linlin work through yeah. cooking properly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, how to properly salt things so they aren't just like pouring it in. Yeah. This waterfall of salt. Honestly, I feel like they all forget about the race for a bit just to make sure they get this right. Oh, for sure. I think as you're focusing on your lunch, it's an early lunch, there is a sound in the undergrowth. A loud rustling of a large creature. And then Linda immediately like clutches towards her chest and just panics because there's no pendant there. The uh, large creature is a huge fluffy dog. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, Ollie, good boy. Wait, where's... Where's the Tally? Where's... Um, did we beat her here, or is she taking another path? Hey, Ollie, is Lieutenant Tally okay? She didn't fall down a well, did she? I mean, Ollie seems to be in pretty good spirits, so it's hard to tell. None of us speak dog, do we? None of you speak dog. But Ollie sits. Lumen offers the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Flannery picks out a couple more shells. Please don't oh, kill my no. dog. I thought we got all of them. Uh. <laughs> I missed a couple. I mean, Ollie's a good dog, but Ollie is a dog. Oh, he eats it <laughs> for we'll, sure. We'll eat anything. Mia like, is not present. He is on his worst, best behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he, he will scarf this down. Absolutely. Very good. Now he knows who to beg for scraps from. Yeah. This is a learned behavior. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, who's who's the least focused on lunch? Maybe, baby. Sure. Baby, you spot a slip of paper tucked into uh, Ollie's collar. Oh, guys. Hmm? I think there's trouble. What's up? Trouble in the well? Hmm. I don't think it's a well. I'm told that wells are usually involved when dogs come running for people. I don't, well... Is Lieutenant Tally in trouble? I don't know. I guess not. Or at least not yet. Um... Should we back her up then? Maybe, but can we really help without our hymnals? Yeah, like, where did the, sorry, where did the notes say that the hymnals would be dropped if they were being dropped? Uh, Mia just requested that they be given to you guys, wherever that is. Hmm. Would they airdrop it on our exact location? Or are they going to drop it at the camp or at the van or with Mia? Yeah, like, normally they know where to find us, but that's because we have, like, cell reception, usually. They probably have a tracker in the van, right? Probably. That would make sense. Well, they at least know where that is. Do we just continue the race? Yeah, I, I guess so. It's four against one now. All right. Then we can, I guess, use our hymnals to run back the other way quicker. Yeah. Exactly. We can use our scanners to find her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we could do that. Ollie, do you know where the van is? Yeah, Ollie gives a good little bark. All right, lead the way, boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> van. 
Van, Van, yeah, Van. Van. All the talking just starts getting him excited because you're just saying things loudly and excitedly. So he just starts getting confused. <laughs> he does a little sniffing around and looks at everyone vacantly, but excitedly. Right. Show us where the van is, boy. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you want to go to the van? You, let's go van. And sniffs around and... I mean, he's headed in the opposite direction you all came into the campsite from. All right. I'm willing to trust Ollie with my life. Yeah. Same. I trust Ollie implicitly, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mia, you do not see anything else coming from the bay. Looks like whatever you saw headed northward and vanished. Mia gets on the sat phone and actually requests a boat to approach the shoreline so she can take it back around the little like mini peninsula to the other side where the van would have been closer to so she can survey the coast all the way around and then get dropped off. Now, um, Lieutenant, you know you're not trusted with boats anymore. I don't even have my hymnal. Am I? It's going to be a hard sell. I mean, we're trying. I'm on medical leave. We're trying, leave. but it's going to Re- be a hard sell. She's on medical leave. Am I really going to destroy a private vessel? Have you seen the accounting bill Commander, lately? Commander, have a heart. She's on medical leave. She just wants one boat. We're working on it. You know what just one boat turns <laughs> into with Mia. We're working on it. We're, we're working on it. It's strictly for passenger purposes. I have no means by which to destroy any personal or private property of any sad fisherman on the coast. I swear. Come on. Come on. Come on. Tell her if we give her the boat, she has to balance the year-end books. Oh, shit. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a counteroffer. I'll organize Secret Santa this year. (gasps) Please, Commander, please, please, Commander, please. Oh, fuck. We're cleared for a boat. Thank you for not leaving me stranded on the beach. You're all amazing. (laughs) See you soon. I like Ferrero Rocher's. And it's a bit. It takes, um, it probably takes about like an hour. But a a boat does pull up with, uh... You know, we're going to say, we're going to say Haas and Elena. Okay, sure. Are driving a boat. (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) Elena stands up. Hi. I think because, I don't think they're going to beach the boat. I think Mia takes off her boots and her cargo pants and just throws them on the beach and then swims to the boat. And yeah, the support staff are there in the boat to pull you up aboard. Haas, give me your pants. You heard her. <laughs> again? Really? Yes, again. Give me the fucking pants. Fine. And Elena just wraps a towel around you. I brought banana bread. Thank you, Elena. Um. Oh, I have another treat for you. And she reaches down between the seats and pulls out a briefcase. In which, on a satin lining are four hymnal pendants. Freshly upgraded. You know, it doesn't feel right. Um, there's a weight to it. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Being without it is strange. Um, the kids will be making their way back to where 
The van is on the other side of the outlet, so if we go around the coast, we should be able to meet back up with them. Thank you for bringing these. No problem. Let's go. According to our trajectory, the object that you saw showed up on our scanners briefly, and we last saw it near the White Shoal Lighthouse. It's a ways from the coast, but first priority should be getting to the kids, huh? Ideally, yes. Um, at least for now. Um, any additional information from Intel? Any idea? Size? Nature? Anything at all? Hmm. Well, uh, that's the thing. Size? Huge. Nature? You're not gonna like this. I never do. Divine. Yeah. Okay. Well, we better go pick up the kids then. Yeah. We, uh, we looked into the information about Behemoth, and some of it matches, but it's, uh, not underground. But the data does match what you saw. All right, well... Better to know than not know. Um, hostile movement at all, or does it seem pretty benign for the moment? It seems pretty benign. That's the weird thing. Didn't show up near any major civilian centers, or it would have tripped an angel alarm. I'd like my formal call on the matter to be no engagement at the moment. I'll take orders to the uh, contrary, but for now, I think we should leave it be best not to um, mm. wake the dragon, as it were, I guess. Just leave it alone. Huh. Problem for another day. Okay. You look like you could use a drink. Yeah, usually. And she reaches between the seats and pulls out a different briefcase. You are perhaps the best person to have ever lived. Like, genuinely, I think you might be the greatest human being in the history of the world. Thank you. <laughs> uh, not too long before I'll have to share this with the kids, too. They grow up so fast. Maybe. <laughs> For now, it's just us. Not you, Hoss. You're driving. Just making me drive this damn boat with... No pants on, just absolutely uncouth. But you're such a good driver. I drive better with pants. Well, even without pants, you're the best driver. Damn right. So, kids, I think it is the afternoon when you find yourself reaching the road. Woohoo, road. road! Road! You found the road! You found the road. Okay. Where on the road is Van? Where's the van? Let me see the van. Ollie kind of stops when you hit the road and looks back and forth and picks a direction. I trust Ollie implicitly. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow Ollie. Yeah. Follow Ollie. Henry shrugs. Follow Ollie. Follow Ollie. Follow Ollie. And now I need to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> How 
How good a navigator is this dog? I mean, how good a navigator is this dog? Come on. <laughs> this is Ollie. We're he already got about. us this far. He's the smartest dog in the world. He should Come know on. everything. This is anime logic. Yeah. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, this is anime uh, Ollie logic. Ollie is our pen pen. <laughs> okay. I've, I've rolled some dice. And you do, in fact, see the big blocky silhouette of the van. Yeah. It's a ways up the road. And in the bay, near Trail's End, you see a speedboat. A speedboat headed directly for the trailhead. I can't be. Lieutenant Mio? I thought she wasn't allowed to use boats anymore. And is that- That's Haas. That's Haas. Is that Haas? It's the hat. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, but you know, without, um... Oh yeah, you're- Oh, yeah, you're right. see, he's sitting down. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I thought he, I imagined him standing up. Yeah, same. Oh, he is, okay. is he one of those standing boat drivers? <laughs> oh no, he had them install a saddle. Oh my god! <laughs> beautiful, that beautiful. Yes, it's custom, which is why he's the only one who can yep. drive it. <laughs> it is a feat of physics that the wind from the speedboat hat doesn't move an inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's not even like a cord or tie around it oh. or anything. It just like magically stays. <laughs> it's actually tilted. It's actually tilted back slightly <laughs> in a fashionable way and yet does not budge. Oh. Wow. This hat mm. was made for us. So I have an important question. Mm-hmm. Children run? Children run. Children, Children run. run. And Lena's just like panting under is like, Flattery, you need to go right ahead. You can do it. You're the fastest okay. of us. Yeah. All right. Win for us. I will win. I'll win for all of us. <laughs> and Flannery takes off sprinting. <laughs> Mia leans forward to the front of the boat. I think they're still worried about the race. Speed up a little bit just to scare them. <laughs> <laughs> Flannery's running at top speed. The footage slows down to slow motion. You can hear the like dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. The chariots of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie's running alongside her. Has mm-hmm. no idea. There's oh yeah, a race, in the slow but... motion. Ollie's mm-hmm. fur bounces just majestically. Oh yeah, tongue everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. God, he's a dog. Loves to run. And reaches the van and wonders why Flannery has stopped running. <laughs> Touches the side of the van like you're racing to touch a tree. Time! <laughs> and then Ollie trots down to the shore to see what's going on. <laughs> I think they actually like bring the boat ashore and Mia hops off and approaches Ollie. Good boy, Ollie. Excellent work and just gives him all of the pets that he rightfully deserves. <laughs> yeah, he gives one of his very polite barks because he has to be good because he's no longer being spoiled by the children. <laughs> Can Mia smell the spoiled eggs on his breath? <laughs> I think it's like stuck to like the fur around his face. <laughs> mm. Oh dear. All right, well, that's not pleasant. Uh, and then yeah, Mia just slowly walks to the van Conspicuously now wearing the most Marlboro Man, like, blue jeans. <laughs> the ass is just accentuated in a way that only a good pair of a denim can. It is uncanny. Yes. 
as Mia is walking towards the van, Leland is just stumbling behind and almost like hugs and tackles the wheel of the van, just like taking a baseballer's dive, just trying to get there last second. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ollie trots back to baby. As if to say like, hey, why aren't you running? You okay? It's run time. Baby just falls over next to Ollie. <laughs> Ollie just drags them over. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> drags me. Even even Flattery's panting at this point because that was a big hard sprint to get here as fast as she did. <laughs> we made it, Coach. Good. Good. I can see that. Excellent work, all of you. You certainly beat me. And as a reward for the lot of you, and Mia retrieves the briefcase and opens it and gets all the the little hymnal pendants out. Fresh from the lab. Pilot Baker. Hey. Pilot Fontaine. Pilot Young. Here you go. While hugging the wheel, Leland just puts her left arm out. She's trying to reach for it, just hoping that somebody <laughs> would bring it to her. <laughs> Elena puts a piece of banana bread in her outstretched hand. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Thank you. <laughs> you look hungry. You look wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> so how was your excursion? Did you find the hike back fulfilling? Do you feel at one with nature? I mean, I had fun. I don't know about the rest of you. I, I feel I feel like I'm with nature, yeah. <laughs> As she's like literally on the dirt and ground right now. Yeah. Like, on, honestly, the two of you did like fantastically. Like, Baby is face down in the dirt. Oh, that's not good. Okay. All right, Baker, up and at him. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Oh, baby. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I think you see them like push themselves up like a little bit and slowly crawl across the ground closer to Ollie and then just, like, puts an arm around his legs and then falls again on the ground. Ollie lays on top of Baby. Oh. Flannery fumbles in her backpack and brings another bottle over to Baby and says, Electrolyte drink? Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> we'll grab it and then just place it next to them and <laughs> lay down again. Well, you all win, so congratulations. You beat me back to the van. Right. Oh, we had a we had a question. Um is it just one unreasonable demand or do we each get one? I'll humor each of you but don't get too excited. I may reduce it to the one. So why don't you give me your best pitch and I'll consider it. Maybe, maybe we hold that thought until we're back at camp and baby's got enough stamina to be up and about. That's a very good point. I think <laughs> Mia is like, all right, let's, um, let's get back to the campsite and get everyone settled in for the evening. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Hoss, take the boat back. Elena, you're welcome to hang around. Hmm. Maybe I will go camping. 
And then she kind of leans over, uh, leans over to the comms like, is it okay if I go camping? I don't know. Do you have the sick days for it? <laughs> Please? I need to go back to the office and get a new pair of <laughs> pants anyways. I'll, I'll put in the time <laughs> off request for you. You're my favorite. Just let me get out of here. I don't really like standing around in public with no pants on. Especially in front of the children. Yeah, now that you mention it, I'm going to go ahead and see myself out. <laughs> Actually, you all have a wonderful day. I'm going to go home. Oh, wait, wait, wait. My briefcase, my briefcase. I need my hand. Thank yep. you. Yes, of course. Yep. Here you go. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you. You all have a wonderful evening. Enjoy your, your camping trip. I'm going to hmm. go cry quietly on the water. Oh. Just can't let a man keep his pants. And he just mumbles to himself as he walks away. Hey, hey, hey. And I think Elena runs up behind him and opens her briefcase and pulls out a little, like a travel bottle of whiskey and hands it to him. Thank you. No, oh, they're there. He wipes his tears on the sleeve of his shirt and then adjusts his bolo tie. <laughs> I think next we see the party gathered around a fire. I think baby saw what happened when the others cooked. So I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that maybe they are taking the wheel for dinner. Yeah. Lynn still offers though. Yeah, do you need help or anything? We have experience now. <laughs> Mia includes herself without asking and she's gonna let <laughs> baby do their own thing but mia is going to take some like fresh cuts of uh easy to flame char meats and just starts cooking them over the open flame mm, nice good old sausage links and whatnot amazing yeah elena's uh somehow changed into like shorts and a big flannel Hmm. It's, it's almost like she planned this. <laughs> Somehow, and no one has addressed how. Mia does relieve herself of the uncomfortably well-fitting denim pants. It, For some yeah. reason, uh, she and Haas have identical measurements in <laughs> denim jeans. Yeah, but she can go back and get more, I'm assuming, cargo pants on. Oh, there is another set of different colored but equally ugly cargo pants. That's our Mia. You gotta have your backups. You gotta have mm -hmm. them. Yep. So now I have to ask, and I think Mia has to ask, I think everyone's curious to know, what are the unreasonable requests that the children are making of their lieutenant? <laughs> yeah, Luna will just go up like, so would you be able to um, drive me or us up next week? Up where? You know, a little bit north of here. Mia looks in the direction of north, which is a lake. <laughs> a little more north than that. <laughs> a little more north. Oh, that kind of north. Mm, I see. I suppose I could. Certainly more unreasonable things that you could ask, so... We'll put that down as a soft yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Baker. 
Okay, another small oh. thing. Did you like bring marshmallows? I always wanted to do the s'more thing. I did. I didn't grab them. Um, hold on. Let me. Um, you all, Fontaine Baker, you figure out what you're gonna ask. I'll go get them. Um, I'll be right back. Oh yeah, sure. She walks back. So it's like that's that's kind of two yeses. <laughs> Gaming the system. <laughs> What are you wanting to do up north? Flannery asks, <laughs> blinking innocently. Well, I, uh, next week I become like even more adult. <laughs> so I think it's like just, you know, it'd be a good time to, uh, get drinks, you know, like everybody else at staff can do. Oh, 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 oh. I hear it's a little bit different there that. They let you do that a little bit earlier. I think it's around the same time you can drive. I, that's weird. Um, but oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mia returns. Uh, your marshmallows. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you're gonna sneak across the border for drinks? I might. If you have any that you want to share or come with, do you want to come with? Oh, I would probably get in trouble for that. Why? She would definitely get in trouble for that. Why would she get in trouble for yeah. that? Kind of takes a little bit of finesse to get away with those kinds of things, given the position that Elena and I find ourselves in. So best left to me, I have a bit more of a way um, with some of the upper officers. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you anyway. I guess. Well, heck, if you're if you're doing that, I would I wouldn't mind joining you. Like I I hadn't really thought that hard about that kind of thing, but I think it'd be fun. Yeah. And she looks over at Baby and is like, and I would love it if you're there too. Oh, um, yeah, I'd I'd like to come. Sh- sure. You don't need to drink with, but I don't know. A fake ID can be easy, but if not that, then if you're not comfortable. Then you don't have to as well. It's just that I. Would love it if you were there. <clears throat> I'm gonna <laughs> pretend I didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, we're not really getting, like, the traditional kind of, like, high school experience right now, so it'd be kind of, like, a fun, like, high school-y thing to do. Yeah, like, I, I never really got most of those, so, like, this would be something really nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I have been kind of missing being back home and doing, like, home stuff. <laughs> This this be a great way to do that, I think. Yeah. What'd you do when you turned eighteen? Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of embarrassing. I've always kind of had like, I never really grew out of like the little kid's birthday party with my parents and and stuff. <laughs> she looks <laughs> embarrassed. I always like having like a big vanilla strawberry cake on my birthday. That sounds really nice, actually. I don't know. I, I, I never was that interested in, like, I don't know, drinking and partying and, and getting to drive or whatever. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just, I've always been focused kind of more on other stuff. But, like, <laughs> it's still kind of, like, in, exciting as, like, a, a thing to do. Just in, especially if I'm doing it with, with all of you. Okay. That's, that's all I can ask for. That sounds really nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you two know what you want to ask for? What What are your wishes? You know what? Flannery turns to Mia. If we're doing like some driving, like out of town anyway, like, do you mind if we stop by my hometown on the way? Like, I kind of 
we were talking about like the training stuff earlier. I'd, I'd, I'd be kind of interested to have you and, and my coach meet and maybe like discuss like some kind of like mega training regimen that we could put me on. Like, I feel like if you put your heads together, we could come up with something really cool. Um, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, though, frankly, I think you might be asking for a bit much of yourself more than anything. How so? I'm already putting you through what I think is acceptable given your age and physique. Putting more on yourself might do more harm than good, but I'm willing to consider it. Well, maybe. I also just like hanging out with Coach. And I, in a weird way, I kind of like hanging out with, with you, too. Oh, um... Like, training isn't just work for me. It's it's just, it's kind of invigorating, too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm... That's not a difficult ask at all. Mia gets kind of shy and, like, retreats inside a little bit. <clears throat> Plus, I'm pretty sure you'd like my coach, too. They're, like, a huge dog person. That is good news. That means they're a good person. Baker? Uh, I guess if it wouldn't be too much... Could I borrow Ollie for a month? <laughs> <gasps> Mia looks at Ollie. <laughs> a month is a long time. Okay, then a, a week. I'll make you a deal, Baker. I'll let you take care of Ollie for a week. And I will also give you my schedule for grooming and daycare. And if you'd like, you're more than welcome to take him to and fro in my place. They open their eyes like really wide. Um, you go, yeah, yes, I, I'd love, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take so good care. I'll take great care of him. I, like they're like stumbling <laughs> over their words. Snuggles close to Ollie. Yeah. Well, you've given me some pretty reasonable requests, all things considered, so... <laughs> well, for the most part. I mean, you did come in pretty close behind us. Like, clearly mm -hmm. we... <laughs> we couldn't push it too hard, you know? Well, I appreciate your show of restraint. Very mature of all of you. Oh, um... Elena starts, uh like pulls out a little object from her pocket and starts fidgeting with it. I'm just gonna, um, gonna call home briefly. Um, you know, let my sister know where I am. Um, anyone else need cell reception? Oh, I'm good. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm good. Okie dokie. She activates this little object and sets it down and then pulls out her phone and makes a call when it's a standard. Yeah, I've, I'm on a camping trip. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. No, I picked some up on the way. And um, before she turns off this little thing, some messages start rolling in. Because, of course, you've all been away from civilization for a while. So maybe you have a text message. It was sent yesterday night. It reads... 
Hey, weird ask, but did you see anything weird at the penitentiary when you were there? And then there was one a couple hours later saying, no, sorry, sorry, don't worry about it. I sent a text saying, sorry, just got reception. We're in the woods. What? On a camping trip, Lieutenant Mia brought us. Weird, but nice. What's this about the prison? Can I call you? Sure. Uh, you were at the prison on the, the day of the incident, right? Yeah. And I think uh, Baby goes to, like, walk off, like, a little ways away from everyone. Yeah, did you notice anything weird there? Notice? Uh, uh, well, during the mission, there was uh, an explosion of one of the buildings. Um, it's why Lieutenant uh, Mia you know, called for us to retreat. Big light flew off somewhere. I kind of just thought it might be uh, maybe like one of the Nephilim we've been encountering, or I don't really know. Yeah. I just, I've been getting these weird emails. Uh Uh-huh. And that, uh, I don't know, there's something weird about the whole penitentiary thing. I'm going to look more into it. You enjoy your camping trip. Okay, well, if you need anything, just let me know. Yeah, will do. I'll hang up. Think about it for like a quick second and go, I don't know. Door to Heaven stars Aaron Cerise as Flannery, Kendrick as Baby, Jordan as Linlin, and Dylan as Mia. I have been your choir master, Kat. We are playing Blazing Hymn, a game based on the Lumen engine by Spencer Campbell. Thanks to all our Kickstarter and Itch supporters for making Roar to Heaven possible. This episode was sponsored by Prairie Dragon Press. Thanks so much for your support, friend. Sorry, I just noticed that there's a small town on this map just called Van. <laughs> yeah, they're heading back to back to the van. That was the real challenge. It was a test. <laughs> it's massively south of here. Mia's sitting in a diner in Van. <laughs> what took you guys so long? <laughs> I even walked down the entire coast. 